podcast where we talk about what it means and how we can make it, uh, but not just make it, but not just survive, but also thrive. Soul Binge Podcast, we are on Apple and Spotify and Anchor, social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all that fun stuff. And speaking of social media, I don't know if y'all have seen this meme that's been going around. Happy 2021, by the way, to you and yours. Thank you for joining us again, or maybe for the first time on the program. Definitely for the first time this year, as far as new episodes are concerned. And yeah, if you haven't seen it on social media, there's a meme going around. It's a pretty good one in reference to a play on words when you think of the name 2021. Uh, the, The play on words, the joke, the meme, the picture, whatever is essentially saying, yeah, 2021, like 2021, W-O-N. You can tell by the title of this episode that obviously um, we're talking about the year of 2020 and whether or not it won. And the trick I'll give you, kind of the plot twist right up front, is that whether or not, if it's even possible for a year to win against whoever's playing that game, uh, if it did win, you're still here, at least here enough to listen to this podcast episode where I'm going to remind you that even if it seems like the year that you just had was a doozy, if it was a, you know, a pretty hectic one to go through, and for a lot of people it definitely was, just because that happened does not mean that your life is necessarily over. Um, keep pushing, keep going, keep going strong, keep fighting every single day to become better than you were before yesterday, whether your yesterday was horrible or amazing. Try to always do better on the next one. I'm going to move this box out of the way. It's going to make lots of wonderful noise, and it's all good. How are you? Before we get started on this episode, how are you? I don't mean that just monolithically, if that's even the right word. Um, I want to know how you're doing. If you guys want to reach out to us through one of those social media platforms I mentioned earlier, at Podcast. Um, or for Twitter, I believe it's just at SoulBinge. Reach out to us there. Maybe leave a review or a, a, some type of um, shout out to us in the uh, you know platform you're using to listen to this, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, whatever it is. Find a way to reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know if this podcast has helped you in any way. Maybe share it with someone if it has. Um, the way the algorithms work and all that stuff. I hate when people just beg for reviews and and uh, ratings, but it definitely does help. If it's been a, bus- a blessing to you, a blessing. If it's been a blessing or a blessing to you, we'd love to hear about it. 2020, a year that will, by no understatement at all, go completely in the books as one of the most definitely interesting years. I don't think you can just say it was inherently bad or inherently good for a lot of reasons, but definitely interesting. Maybe even a good word to go along with interesting would be challenging. 2020 has been very, very, very challenging, and that is not to necessarily say that it's going to just, you know, get all kinds of way, way better uh, because we think it should, or even because we have plans for it to be amazing compared to the previous year. 
we talked about in the last episode, the last episode of the year of 2020 for Soul Binge, how essentially just because the date changes, that doesn't mean that your situation changes. In most cases, what makes better sense is instead of waiting for stuff to happen, you got to go make stuff happen and control what you can control, not worry too much about what you can't control. It's simple logic. It's easy to say it, harder to live it, but it's something that I want to get better at. That's definitely a resolution, whether it's a New Year's resolution or not. Um, It's definitely one thing that I want to work on. Um, To kind of give a short recap as we kick off this episode, I wanted to talk about a, a few of the things that happened this year that definitely made headlines. Most of these are kind of negative, not going to lie to you, but I'm not bringing it up to make anyone frustrated or upset or negative or anything, but just to kind of give a little bit of light to just how intense this year has been. Here, I wrote down a few different things that I remembered off the top of my head and did a little bit of research and found out a couple more things um, that had happened this year that were significant, that just helped to make this year a big old fat doozy of a year. Like I said, um, some of these are bad. Some of these are horrible. Some of these are just, eh, whatever. Um, and quite frankly, when we get right down to it, the year itself, there's no beating around the bush. It definitely was more negative than it was positive. Um, no pun intended on the COVID situation that took place. <laughs> uh, I tested positive for COVID at the back end of the year and had to fight through that, and it was horrible. And of course, we pray for anyone that's a soul binge listener, even if you're not a soul binge listener, if you're doing, you know, dealing with that and going through that still, it's absolutely nothing to shake a stick at. But it's something that we believe that you can definitely, uh, you know, have victory over at some point. It can, it doesn't have to defeat you. Um, but here's a couple of the things that had happened in the year 2020 to help make 2020 a doozy. Uh, Let's get into it. Donald Trump, President Trump, 45th President of the United States, technically in 2019 was impeached. His trial, where he was then eventually acquitted, that took place early this year. Um, So the president who had been impeached was acquitted in 2020. That's one thing. Um, Megxit happened, which if you're familiar with Brexit or uh, Prince Harry and Meghan, you're, you're already familiar with all the details there. They left the royal family. They took an exit. Um, they are isolated now, I believe. I don't know where they're at. I need to kind of do a little research there. But the Megxit thing happened. Prince Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family to everyone's surprise. Uh, at one point, Twitter got hacked. By the way, none of this is in a chronological order, just so you know. I don't want anyone coming after me saying, oh, you said this and then this. No, I'm just talking about different things that I remembered that happened in 2020. Like I said, Twitter got hacked. That was kind of a big deal. Uh, of course, fires in California, that was a massive thing that took place. Uh, Jesseline Maxwell, Jesseline Maxwell, however you say that, name arrested, uh, in, involved with all of the Jeffrey Epstein scandal that was taking place. SpaceX launched astronauts into outer space. Boy, don't you wish you could have joined them whenever they took off. Um, that happened in 2020. Harvey Weinstein, the gentleman responsible for the Me Too hashtag, ended up getting sentenced this year. That took place. Uh, back on the weather stuff that we mentioned in California, Australia nearly burned to the ground. Millions of acres burned. A countless amount of animals you know, dead from, from that horrific fire that took place. Um, absolutely a bad thing that happened this year. In America, we got a chance to get a little glimpse of what it's like to have murder hornets visit us. 
That was insane. That the, 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 the fact that that even happened was absolutely insane. In March, this is one I didn't know about when I was looking it up. In March, the, start, the stock market crashed. Did not know that. Uh, most people are aware of the explosion that took place in Beirut. Just all kinds of different stuff, not to mention the, the social injustice issues that have taken place this year, both where um, people erred on the side of taking innocent life, also while other people erred on the side of destroying innocent people's property, or in some cases taking their life as a response to the first thing I mentioned. Um, the rioting and the looting and the stuff that took place uh, was absolutely, you know, a headline-making event. Um with a negative connotation that I give there because obviously I don't believe in that being a proper response while at the same time I denounce completely any sort of police brutality that might have taken place to cause this issue in the first place. One evil does not cancel out the other and both ended up making an impact on 2020. Uh, that's just a short list of stuff that I remembered with a few little um, pieces of news article uh, headlines that came up in the research that I did, the short research. I did not go into a deep dive on that because honestly it was going to bum me out if I if I kept going. What did bum me out is this right here. Here's another short list of people that you might have heard their name at one point in your life that actually passed away. Can't leave these names out when we're talking about 2020. Uh, first one everyone's thinking of right now, Kobe Bryant passed away tragically. Chadwick Boseman, you know, Wakanda forever on that, man. He, he passed away. Horrible loss. Alex Trebek, Sean Connery, Little Richard, Neil Peart, or Peart, can't remember how he says it, I think it's, I think it's Peart, I believe it's Peart, we'll go with Peart, um, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she passed away, Eddie Van Halen, come on 2020, don't do this to me, uh, Senator John Lewis, Regis Philbin, Philbin, I used to do a Regis Philbin impression, and I don't know if it's too early or not to do it, um, we might can talk about that in a second. Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac uh, passed away. Jerry Stiller. I didn't know Jerry Stiller was still alive, though. Not to be offensive or insensitive, but he passed away this year. James Lipton from Inside the Actor's Studio. Loved watching Inside the Actor's Studio on YouTube clips whenever I was researching a celebrity or a, an artist that I liked. He was one of those reasons why podcasting is what it is today because a lot of podcasts are used to interview people and that show was like exclusively for interviewing actors and people in the in the Hollywood scene and without giving without him getting a lot of credit honestly one reason for why a podcast that does exclusive interviews might exist is simply because of his uh, way about you know how he went with communicating with others and making it um, an available bit of content for people that were interested in finding out more about those people that they liked. Um, I didn't necessarily watch it because I loved James Lipton, but he was great at what he did. He passed away this year. Kenny Rogers passed away this year. Unbelievable. Another great um, groundbreaking artist when it came to music. Um, and then, of course, this year, COVID-19. Again, you can't go without mentioning that. COVID-19, something that had happened this year that has changed the way all of life looks. Um and going forward, we're not sure exactly how long it's going to remain changed. <laughs> uh, remain changed, I should say. 
I don't know how long it's going to continue. I don't know with some of the different things that are going on now, uh, if we can even say that we're completely out of the woods or not. Whether or not we are out of the woods, life is certainly different, at least today. Still in 2021, even though it's early uh, into 2021, life is still different than how 2020 seemed uh, to have gone. And that's why I mentioned last week that you cannot just expect things to change because the date changes. You have to get in there and make changes yourself. Um Man, I'm trying to debate in my mind if I should do the Regis, the Regis or not. I'm not sure if I should. Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm going to listen back to this, and I'm going to be like, that was horrible. Um, at which point, if it was good enough, I guess I could keep it because it's probably good enough. But if it's probably bad enough, then I could keep it because then it's like it's not really offensive if it's not even good. Okay, that was just a little glimpse inside the actor's studio, meaning my mind. <laughs> Um, man, 2020, I, I don't want to give it more credit than it already is going to get going forward. Um, but one thing that did kind of bring a little comedic relief for me is this other meme I saw about 2020, where it's like, um, parents in like, what was it? Parents in 1950s, parents, parents who were kids in the 1950s or something like that. And they're like, yeah, uh, we had to walk uphill both ways, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like all of us who lived through 2020 later, whenever we have grandkids and we're like, we survived a pandemic, you know? <laughs> I was like, that, that's kind of a funny comparison. Um, for more comedic relief, let's do a little bit of something that's going to get a little silly. Let's do something that's going to get a little silly because that's the best way I can think of in this exact moment to enter into the new year on this podcast, a podcast where we focus on growth and development of the soul, the person you really are, the person you're becoming. And one way that I like to ultimately accomplish that is by, number one, being myself, which is kind of a goofball anyway, but number two, engaging in more than just the aggressively serious stuff and uh, get a little goofy with it too. And so to go into the same vein of what is sometimes considered negative, um, I want to take a different approach to that and I want to talk about some things that we should leave behind in 2020. Some things that happened or some things that happen in life that we should just get rid of. Uh, I have a quick list of 10 things that I want to leave behind in 2020. Hopefully you can agree to these. If not, that's okay. If you have more you want to add to the list, let me know. Um, hit us up, like I said, on one of our platforms. It'd be a lot of fun to hear what you guys have to think on this. I will be honest up front with you and tell you that 9 out of 10 of these are goofy. Um, but let's see. Here's my list of what we should leave behind in 20. 20 and no more of these things in 2021 uh toilet paper problems i don't need to say anything more but i will guys stop buying all the toilet paper stop buying all and 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 not only was it because of the pandemic i remember a a few years ago in san antonio at least we experienced uh the gas shortage that a lot of other people experienced too. It wasn't just specifically San Antonio, but we experienced the gas shortage. I saw a guy who had a shirt on it said, I survived the gas shortage of Thursday. And I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, like whenever the gas shortage happened, people were buying out all the toilet paper. It was absolutely insane. And then of course, pandemic happens. And first thing people do, they go clean out all the stores of what cleans everyone out when they are dirty. Anyway, I won't say any more there. <laughs> um, I'll get in trouble. But yeah, it's like, don't do that anymore. Like today, in today's society, if you want to know how different life is, you know, to, to say you're going to go TP a house, that's like the nicest thing you could do to someone because you do, 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 do. 
<laughs> stumbling over my words here, but that's the nicest thing you can do for someone because then you're like, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's money and here's resources and here's stuff that you can't get anywhere because everyone's bought all of it. It's absolutely insane. That's the first one. The second thing that we need to um, leave behind in 2020, again, I told you these are silly, reactions to gifts. And I'm not talking about graphic interchange format, little pictures that move. I'm not talking about those gifts. I'm saying presents, gifts. Stop overreacting, and for the love of the Lord, stop underreacting. Meaning to say, meaning to say, don't go, whoa, dude. This is absolutely the best thing I ever got ever, dude. But also don't be like, you know what? This is great. This is absolutely, you know, logistically this makes sense. This is a good gift. This is a good gift right here. Don't do either one. Just say thank you. I got you the gift so that you can enjoy it, not so that I can enjoy your reaction to it. And quite frankly, I'm speaking more on the side of whenever I'm getting a gift, I'm tired of having to feel like I have to explain why it's a good gift. And that is something that I think we can all hopefully agree on. If we can agree on anything, that might be it. Um, number three, what we should leave behind in 2020. I think this is going to be my favorite one. Keys. K-E-Y-S. Bro, you can get into your phone with just your face now. You can get into a high-level uh, security-locked bank vault door. Good Lord, that sentence took forever to say. You can get inside of a, a, a bank vault, right, with high-security equipment to protect that door and it's done with a fingerprint you know if you don't have facial recognition on your phone normally the fingerprint does the trick and if that doesn't do the trick then a little tin key uh, keypad will pop up on your phone same way it does on some other house doors in fact or even car doors and it's a little deal you press in your code right it's a thing that you press in your code so that you can get inside of whatever you're trying to get inside of. So I think we should get rid of keys altogether. You have a better shot at losing your house key than you do for getting the code that you need to get in, right? You can use the code for your car to start. You can use a code to close your house and lock it as you leave. Maybe go facial recognition on some of that stuff so that not everyone can just get in as soon as they find out what your code is, right? Maybe we can do that. They have the technology, you know, why can't we use face recognition or a number code system to get into like your house or your vehicle? That's something that we should leave behind in 2020 is keys. I'm obviously kidding about that, but it was fun to kind of come up with real reasons why I would stand on that side. Um, number four, I wrote down just wordness. And what I mean by that is if something is so hilarious that you have to say that it was full of hilariousness, don't say hilariousness. Take a couple minutes and Google synonyms for hilarious or not even the synonym, but like whatever the explorative word is for that, right? You would, you would say that was full of hilarity, you could say. Or like when something is like, oh man, that's awesomeness. First of all, you can just say awesome, right? Or you can say that is that what which what of is awesome. Like you could <laughs> you can get weird with it like that if you wanted to. But stop saying ness at the end of words to describe ness their whateverness. Good lord. That one is actually a serious one. Ness. Number five. Halfway through the list here. Number five, we should get rid of weathermen and weather women. That one, 
I'm not going to explain. Whenever I was younger, I wrote down a whole like essay of like five reasons why you don't four or five reasons why you don't want to become a weatherman. And I had real reasons for it. And to this day, I'm always thinking to myself, you know what? We don't need weathermen anymore. Half the time they're wrong anyway. The only time a weatherman or weather woman is known is because of the fact that they're aggressively horrible at their job. We could use some of that, those dollars that that company is using to spend on them and invest in some better equipment to be able to tell the future, which is something you're not going to do anyway. So why does that position even exist? Again, obviously kidding for all my weathermen, soul bingers out there listening. Uh, number seven, guacamole. It's horrible. It creates division, clearly, because you and I are on opposite sides. I know we are. I know that we are on opposite sides on this, and therefore division has been created because of guacamole. That's all I'm going to say about number seven. Number eight, sleeping with socks on. Now, this is a good one to leave behind in 2020. I think I read somewhere. I don't, I don't want to try and find it, but I, I think I read somewhere where literally someone tried to make a case for why sleeping with socks on is, like, like unhealthy like is it even healthy to do that don't do it no more leave that behind it's in the past bro leave it in the past um number nine let's leave this behind in 2020 living in negativity and fear now obviously you can tell that this is going to be the one out of ten that's a little more serious <laughs> other than the wordnessness one and maybe even the keys idea that i had but um Living in, in fear and negativity. I'm telling you, you got to be careful when you start talking about this stuff because fear is a useful tool. Negativity is a useful tool. If anything, so that we can be able to delineate and make note of what is therefore positive and, and or um, comforting, right? Because I guess the opposite of fear would be comfort in that way, right? I feel like, though, that... Whenever we start to reference things that are negative and fearful, we have potential, and oftentimes most of us, including myself, fail in the area of saying, you know what, I'm just going to let my opinions about this stay negative, stay fearful. I'm not going to go to the logical conclusion. Because uh, most of the time, the logical conclusion can be made to be po more positive than what you're allowing it to be. And I know that's a clunky statement to make there. It's like, what are you even saying? What I'm saying is that if something is aggressively, horribly negative, let's look at 2020. We had a whole long list a minute ago about how bad it was. We can either continue in this year, 2021, to talk about it, or we can, or we can, you know, do better and make it to where that realization, that awareness of how negative it was, be a driving force so that we intentionally make it more positive. You know, I, I put on my own personal Facebook uh, a couple days ago or yesterday, whenever it was, um, that if you've ever felt the pressure to perform, imagine how 2021 must feel, you know, because at this point, everyone has, it, 2020 has become its own, like, name for what is now bad. Like, I feel like in the next couple of years, if something goes wrong, someone will say, man, that's how 2020 of you to say that or how 2020 of you to do that you know like it's going to become its own way of describing it's going to be a description for something being inherently bad or, or you know wrong and um and, and i and i feel like the biggest mistake we make when we're trying not to live in negativity and fear is we try to pretend either that they don't exist or we try to make it to where we just 
ignore it altogether. I know that's kind of the same thing as it not existing, but that's a delusional kind of way to live, isn't it? Because if I realize, if I don't ever realize what fear feels like, then I'll never be able to make that uh, delineation in my mind. I'll never be able to tell what is therefore comforting. Same thing with negativity and positivity. So I'm not saying to leave all things negative and all things that are fearful behind. I don't want to engage in any more than I have to. But what I'm saying that we need to leave behind in 2020 is living in negativity and fear. Don't just stop there. Don't just stop at that point. I've said it before, I believe on the podcast, if not, definitely to my church, family, and friends that I've spoken to. But the only difference between someone who is a worshiper and a worrier is that, number one, worriers are more confident in their ability to worry than worshipers are in their confidence of their ability to worship. That's the first difference. And the second difference is that a worrier is just a worshiper who has not completed the cycle. Because to worship properly is to look at your situation, recognize that it's not how it ought to be, and then from that point you've been a worrier, and then you finish the cycle by saying, God is worthy of my praise no matter how it looks right now. We mentioned it on the last episode. As crazy as the year has been, it's one of those years where we we can't let the fact that it happened bring us down, especially now that we're out of it. If you're one to believe that a date change is somehow going to make it change for you, then you're doing yourself a disservice even more so by saying that because 2020 was so bad, now I'm still recovering in 2021. In some ways, maybe financially or emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually even, you might be having to recover now because of 2020. But now that you're in 2021, now that it's a new day, now that God is doing a new thing, Stop living in that negativity and fear and, and, and just, it's hard to, it's hard to find the right words to say it, but basically live your life and recognize that the negative things and the fearful things are there so that we can recognize what comforts us, what brings us positivity. For you, it might be something different than it is for me and that's okay, but for me, it's God. For me, it's my family. It's my church. It's my relationship with Jesus ultimately. And again, for you, it might be something different. That's fine. However long that can last for you, then more power to you. At the end of the day, I would highly recommend you try out the God thing because it is one of the only things that cannot fail. We'll talk about that specific uh, statement I just made, that he's the only thing that cannot fail. We'll talk about that in a second towards the end of this episode. But to close off number nine on my list here, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's it's got to be an intentional move on our part to stop living in negativity and fear. Okay, number 10. Number 10. Um, separation of donut and hole. Man, that came out the only way it could have. Um, number 10, what we should leave behind in 2020. Stop giving us the donut without the donut hole. What is that for? Just to hold it better? No, just give me the whole thing. Call it something else if you don't want to call it a donut, but give me the whole thing. I'm paying for the whole thing. Give me the whole thing. I'm tired of the hole being there when the whole thing needs to have the whole, whole, whole filled when the whole thing is not the whole thing. That's so annoying. Just give me the donut. Don't sell me the donut hole separately. That's crazy town. That's like saying, hey guy, here's your pizza, but 
also it comes with no dough and you gotta buy the dough separate and it's in a different box no dude just give me the whole thing why have we taken this long to even start talking about it it's 2021 we need to start demanding our donuts to have the hole filled with more donut that's just empty space that's just air why am i paying for air anyway (laughs) i crack myself up if you can't tell kind of snuck in the bulk of the content for you today on number nine on my list there. I don't know if you caught onto that or not, but man, 2020, I don't know. 2020 may have won. If you think 2021, 2020 may have won, but if anything, it only won that round. Just like the new year, a new month, a new week, a new day, a new hour, a new minute, a new moment. You have a choice to ultimately make it better. Don't let it happen for you. Go make it happen. I promise you, you will feel not just accomplished by choosing to have a positive attitude and no longer live in fear. You're not only going to feel accomplished and feel better about yourself, but ultimately things are going to work out. I believe ultimately things are going to work out even better for you, not just because of of the things that are uncontrollable because the uncontrollable stuff is going to be constant. This COVID-19 stuff is not over yet. We don't want to ignore the realities there. But at the same time, we want to be able to look at ultimately our source of positivity and comfort, which is Jesus Christ. And we want to look at that and say, look, it does not matter what has happened up until now, because at the end of the day, it all comes back to where I'm at with God. At least that's where it comes back to me. Um, to kind of get ready to close this thing out, I wanted to read you a couple of verses found in Second Timothy chapter 2. And ultimately it's verse 8 through 13. So we got a couple of verses here, but listen to how Paul writes this. It's so beautiful the way Paul puts this together. He says, Always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach, and because I preach this good news, I am suffering and have been chained like a criminal, but the word of God cannot be chained. So I am willing to endure anything if it brings salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is a trustworthy saying. If I die with him, excuse me, if we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. And in verse 13, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. You want to know why God is so faithful to us? It's because he sees the end from the beginning. The reason that God is so faithful to us is because he cannot deny himself. He cannot fail himself. The one thing that God cannot do is fail you. Whether or not this year seems to have won, and whether or not it seems a little bit bleak going into 2021 itself, God will never fail you. This is not only why we should be, but why we can be and why we should want to be faithful to him in response. No matter what the conditions look like. Paul said that he's enslaved because of it, but he is willing to endure anything if it brings glory to God and those that God has chosen, which is you and me. And if you don't believe that you're chosen, then you need to ask yourself why, after the crazy year you've had, 
are you now hearing the words that you're hearing on this podcast? Maybe it means something deeper. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But I'm going to put my money on the fact that it does. Anyway, um, happy new year to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around for this program, uh, Soul Binge Podcast. We're very thankful that you are here to do this with us. Share it with someone, man. If uh, if it means something to you, if it's helped you in any way, share the prog- the podcast with a friend or family member or someone you know that might benefit from it. Get ready for more content to come uh, as we step into 2021 together. Love y'all. Hope you have a good one. It really is all good. And if it's not good yet, it will be. It will be. I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.